Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here from the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Yep, that's right, I've been playing Pokemon Go. So I figured if nothing else, I'd play it for a week and then let you guys know what my opinion on Pokemon Go is. But first, a public service announcement. In all seriousness, guys, it's Monday afternoon while I'm recording this. Yesterday night at uh, one of the local areas, I was out doing some Pokemon Go hunting with a bunch of my friends, and we actually had a good time. We spent two, three hours screwing around, going around in circles, hitting little blue towers, dropping some lures, hitting the incense, catching lots of Pokemon, having laughs. By the way, go Team Instinct. And uh, everybody started going home, end of the night. Well, we, we saw a bunch of other people with their nose glued to their phone, walking around the park, doing their thing. And, of course, we'd, you know, as soon as we'd see them come up, we'd go, Hey, fellow Pokemon hunters, and bullshit, and talk with them. Well, in all seriousness, after, thankfully, my friends all left, and I was getting ready to leave myself, I heard someone scream from across the park for help, shouting, help, help, we're being attacked. And, of course, you know, I didn't visually see who the attackers, but when I ran over and met three kids that were walking around the park for about an hour beforehand, you know, hitting the same spots as us playing Pokemon, apparently some douchebag muggers basically jumped these poor kids. And when they did, they took one of the kids' phones, they, t- they smashed the glasses of, of two of the guys, and the, one of the, the poor gal that was with them basically ran off and took off, and it, basically it wasn't until I called 911 that 911 said that they were talking to her and she was okay. But, I mean, in all seriousness, her boyfriend was shitting bricks wanting to get in touch with her and find out what was going on with her. And just please, 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 everybody, if you're out there playing Pokemon Go at night, please be very freaking careful. I mean, here we have a great example of three folks that were actually traveling in numbers. And still, they there was three of them, you know, they were going around the park all night. And they got outnumbered by some really, really not nice people that were pulling some, you know, total dick moves and the guys mugged him and got away with one of the phones i mean after i gave my comments to the the police officers that showed up and by the way tucson police department you guys were amazing you were there in less than two minutes i mean not three 911 calls happened everybody coordinated helicopter was there six cop cars it was an amazing response time but i mean i just don't want anybody out there getting caught in the same situation as these three kids because, I mean, two poor guys, I mean, they got roughed up pretty good, shirts torn, you know, glasses broken. One of them lost his cell phone. I mean, just 
please folks be careful out there i mean keep keep an eye eye on your surroundings don't keep your nose glued to your phone travel in numbers if you're going to be out there at night please bring a flashlight because if not only it's is, is it a tool for light it's also a weapon for self-defense if need be and you know one of the big things is, is i noticed a lot of people that in the last couple nights when i do my nightly jog at the park and stuff their nose is glued to their phone they're not even acknowledging people walking up around them so my personal best advice use good situational awareness be aware of what's going on around you and anytime if you're playing pokemon go eye to eye contact with anyone that gets within 20 feet of you and acknowledge them that you know that they are there and that way you're making face contact so they can realize that you can id them if you know anything ever happens so just you know please be aware of your surroundings be very careful apparently team rocket is not the only thing out there you got to worry about when you're playing pokemon go Okay, so that, that concludes the public service announcement where I sound like, you know, the typical mother or father, you know, telling your kids not to get in trouble. Other than that, though, Pokemon Go is is horribly addictive, horribly fun, but horribly addictive. <laughs> Just make sure in all things in life you're using moderation, including moderation. And you're in, if you're going to be playing Pokemon Go, make sure you're taking breaks and make sure you're socializing with your friends, which, by the way... I have been so proud of all the folks that I know that are playing Pokemon Go. It's become like a huge conversation piece. And so many people are trading good practices, good tricks, good tips. You know, I've gotten just from, heck, Brittany and Nicole from the D&D group and the Lady Knights of Adventure. They gave me a huge education after our last D&D session on Saturday. And we spent about a good, you know, half hour after our game session walking around the little strip mall area, catching some Pokemon and, you know, dropping lures. Let's go on to the Creative Play and Podcast tips for playing Pokemon. Now, I don't know this first one for sure, but I have heard it rumored on many places and a couple forums that at the very beginning, if you've yet to play Pokemon Go, when you first start and you get your choice of what Pokemon you want to start with, apparently, if multiple times you refuse to pick one and you walk away, that you can actually get Pikachu. Don't know if it's true, but it is a rumor I've heard, and I haven't actually met anyone that I personally know as a person, that they have gotten it. But hey, if you've got it, if you download it finally, you join in, try it. If it works, please shoot me a comment, let me know. So on to the first of my tips. Okay, Jim with Creative Plan Podcast Network, who uses his phone often for many, many things. I've got tons of backup battery supplies. It's those little portable batteries you can buy at Walmart or Walgreens or wherever, your local you know, CVS type of deal. Those are going to be super handy to have on you because, yes, you know, when, when things happen, you don't want your phone to be completely dead and not be able to call for help. So having your phone kept at a good juiced up level is good. So here's a couple tips that I've, learned, that I've discovered myself for making sure that Pokemon does not kill your phone battery immediately, which I've discovered walking around just on an hour-long jog. Pokemon will eat your battery a big time if you keep it running. So the first one is, you may not know this, but in Pokemon, if you click on the little Pokeball when you see yourself on the GPS, and you go to settings, which is on the top, uh, for the iPhone users, on the top right-hand side, you can actually go to something that says Pokemon Go Battery Saver. And it's oh, it defaults to being turned off. So you may want to actually turn it on, which is, at night it'll just make your screen dimmer, which is no big deal. You can still see it perfectly clear but it will save a crap load of your battery time. It's, it basically gives you about a fifth of your battery life compared to one before I was using it. Next one is one that I used from my old iPhone hack days, is keep your screen at its dimmest setting. 
so that way it's not spending all that power glowing and brightly. I mean, usually with my screen, I keep it super, super dim unless I know I'm going to be outdoors somewhere. So just make sure to have it set to its dimmest setting that you can comfortably see it at night. And depending on if you're an Android or an iPhone user, you go into your settings and on your power mode, you should have a low power mode that you can set there too, which will basically stop it from doing email updates and silly stuff like that unless you purposely tap to push them through. So that's, that's a good one that'll keep your phone itself from using a lot of power 24-7 is keeping it in low power mode. So that way it's not popping up emails and doing stuff like that when you're actually not in the mood to, you know, have those things go through. Because, heck, I get a ton of emails all the time and usually it saves me a lot if I keep that in that mode of don't check for emails until I push for notification. So those are my first tips to make sure you can keep gaming as long as you can for as much, you know, time as you can. So, on to the rest of my tips. Of course, check out, uh, if you're on Facebook, like on Creative Play and Podcast Network, we're on Facebook. Check out your local town and Pokemon Go if you're playing Pokemon Go, because there's so many Pokemon Go groups in every city now popping up, and it's just fun to hear some of the stories and stuff. So my next tip is, by the way, when you start catching bigger and tougher Pokemon, there's actually a little bit of strategy to actually getting them. And one of the big things you can do is if you, when you press and hold your Pokeball, you'll see that ring around the Pokemon that starts and then it goes, you know, about halfway, it turns yellow. If you wait till that ring is very, very tiny, it's basically the easiest way when it turns, the inner ring turns green, basically you have a really good chance of catching him in one Pokeball. So the longer you target and hold, it zeroes in on your target. So it's basically just like simulating holding back your arrow or taking your time on a sniper scope to get it just to get the beautiful shot. Granted, you still have to play paper toss and make sure you hit that, that whatever the size of the shrinking circle is, that's what you've got to hit with the Pokeball. So just make sure if you're, if you're going for the uber tiny target, make sure you're, th- you're throwing really accurately. And of course, you know, just, you know, have fun, play with it. Side note of that tip is from what we've heard from some friends, I've never actually practiced it yet. If you throw and miss your Pokeball, a rumor is you can tap the Pokeball as it hits the ground to catch it and and pick it back up. Don't know for sure if that works because I've never actually bothered with it. Because usually when I'm playing, it's um, I'm waiting for I'm a paper toss champion from the old days when that game was out, and I'm really good with my one shot hits. Thing that bugs me though is when you have multiple shots where you catch that sucker and it squeezes out. So always make sure to try to get that inner circle as tight as possible because that way you have less chance of them getting out. Next tip, since we're all at that point where we're all running around trying to catch as many Pokemon as, as, as we can, is always make sure that you're incubating an egg. I had to teach a couple friends last night over at the Gaslight how to actually open up the eggs and start incubating them. Constantly make sure you're keeping eggs incubated. And just remember, Pokemon Go will not let you cheat, turn it on, and drive around in your car. From what I've heard from some of the rumors online, you got to be going at about 4 miles an hour or less for it to actually count. Funny thing is we've seen a couple Pokemon hunters actually running and driving around at a crawl's pace in their cars as a group, hitting location to location to location. So, you know, you can try that. Not sure how well it works, but basically, you know, expect to do a lot of walking to actually get your eggs to hatch. So far, my eggs haven't been really special. I've, I've had four of them hatch so far and they're eh. I mean, apparently there's a ton of Pidgeotos everywhere in Tucson. Okay, now the next thing is when you're tracking your Pokemon, you have to keep Pokemon open. Because, unfortunately, when you close the app, it stops honestly tracking anything. You know, supposedly there is a wristwatch out there that you can wear that's like a Grommin. 
that helps keep tra better track of your mileage walking and will apparently chime and chirp and tell you all these cool things. Me personally, I'm not gonna spend money for that kind of thing because hey, the only reason I'm really playing Pokemon Go is I wanna check it out, give it a try, share some folks, you know, some pictures with folks and you know, let you know what we think of it. But mainly it's free. So that's a, that's a kick there. But remember when the app is closed, it's not gonna be telling you anything like you expect. I mean, like when I first played it, I thought I could log in, click the app, turn the screen off, put it in my pocket and it will vibrate when I get close. Almost never does it let you know that. And again, if you are walking around with your phone in hand lit up, please be careful of your surroundings cause you know, you never know if somebody sees your phone and wants to take it. You know, it's like the old superhero days. Gotta be careful those purse snatchers are everywhere. The next big tip, something I found out when I was doing our thing, you know, going for burritos one night after my jog, is that if you're wanting to take over a gym, you literally have to beat the rival team into the ground to get the gym to be taken over. So if you can be the first one to grab a gym, do it. It is great because you can hold it. And not only if you can hold the gym, you actually get free swag while you're holding the gym. So make sure you can get a gym and hold it for at least 24 hours so that way you can get some swag. But you know, here in Tucson, most of the gyms start bouncing around. If yellow takes one, then red takes it over, then blue shows up, then yellow shows back up. One of the things, you know, when you're taking your gym, you wanna make sure you have a good strong Pokemon. But a trick I've actually noticed is instead of transferring all of your Pokemon to turn in for candy to evolve just your main, you know, your main species that you're carrying, Try actually evolving some of your secondary Pokemon because that will actually get you experience to level up a little faster. So if you're looking to just get your character leveled up and not worrying about your Pokemon, pop and open the occasional uh, candy just to evolve you know, different Pokemon can actually get you experience a lot faster. When it comes to leveling, the, the Pokemon Go system is kind of wonky and you know, it's, 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 it's kind of weird to see what the strategy is going to be when the game's out in its full you know, content. But as it is, you know, have fun, play with it, you know. There is com they're coming out with the content uh, competition now where you can fight other people soon, so. Just remember, go around, have fun, track as many Pokemon as you go, and I know I've discovered from basically walking a six block by six block square in town that the tracking is super, super unreliable and super, super wonky. But pretty much the whole point is you gotta zero in on your target. So you wanna find out what step makes them go from three feet, three steps away to two steps away, and what makes them go from three to disappearing off your radar completely. Because the, the tracking aspects are really, really difficult. And if you are gonna track Pokemon, make sure you go in straight angles. So that way it makes it a little bit easier to catch those Pokemon. And of course, you know, again, if you're traveling in packs, maybe, you know, that can be easier if you guys spread out on both sides of the streets, you know, see if you can find them, things like that. But please, 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 for safety's sake, make sure you guys are traveling in groups and not just doing Pokemon crazy out in the middle of the night. Because just as easily it could have been us that got mugged the other night for phones instead of these, the other kids that were on the other side of the park. Bring lights, be safe, have fun. Go play Pokemon Go and have as much fun as you can on it. And actually, I think there's some Pokemon Go hunters coming up right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Like always, thank you for listening. Have fun. If you don't play Pokemon Go, dude, that's cool. And if you do, have a blast. And just remember, folks, got to catch them all, Pokemon. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. 
and feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.